Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Creative Contact with yours truly, Kia Orion, the man who is obsessed with making great music and teaching you how to make your own. Thank you so much for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. So here's the deal. This is a podcast that I'm going to try to keep short and sweet because... These are some ideas that aren't entirely fleshed out, which is one of the reasons why I actually love the podcast is because I get to flesh them out with you all. But these are some things that I've been thinking about. If you've read the description, title, whatever it is, you already know what this is. So I'm not going to waste any time. I'm just going to jump into it. This is also going to be partially like Kia life update, but I'll save that for the end because we're going to jump into the good stuff. So what is the good stuff? These are episodes that I like to talk to you guys about as I see changes in trends, in culture, as I kind of go along. And one of these things that I'm seeing happen, and something that I wanted to talk about with you all, is this idea of creator economies and how these manifest across the board in every single type of, I don't want to say genre, but in every type of maybe bucket of entertainment, we'll put it like that. So the other day, well, it wasn't even the other day. It's been some time now. We'll put it like this. We're going to have a little story time. It's been some time. This is going to be, it's because it's a Kia pod. You know, it's going to be wildly intimate. So I'm just putting that out there at the beginning. If any of this, if you're triggered by sexuality, sex stuff, this is not your episode. Fortunately, I've never had, maybe not never, maybe when I was like a teen and just discovering it, it was an issue, but for a long time, I've never had an issue with porn, porn addiction. I think some people do. I know some people do. Some of my, some of my close friends do. That's never been something that gripped me. I've talked about addiction on a couple podcasts back when I was talking about my darkest, deepest, darkest secrets. Fortunately, porn isn't one of them. It's something that I don't have a problem. I, I watch it when I need to, don't watch it when I don't need to. It's not like it ever, that dark energy that kind of surrounds sex and other things sometimes for me. It doesn't like call to me, you know, in that kind of a weird addiction-y way. But what's interesting to me about porn is I've never paid for it. And I think it's fascinating how much free porn is out there in the world. And then also that there are still these sites that kind of blows my mind that are like, that people pay for. And and I get why, because it's exclusive content, et cetera, et cetera. But recently was the first time I was actually thinking about paying for porn. And I'll tell you why. For me, watching porn isn't like a, it's an event that I spend probably like 95% of the time searching for the right clip. Like, trying to find the right t- like the right time in the right clip is what it really is for me. Sometimes it's more of a chore than than not even using it just using, you know, coming off the dome. But it's interesting because there's something to me we all have our preferences, right? But for me, I've found that there are a couple things that really get me going and a lot of things that don't. And I'm not a super crazy picky guy I feel like even I've talked about this before like I'm pretty chocolate and vanilla even when it comes to sex IRL like I like kind of the standard I stick with this you know I'm a minimalist I stick with you know the 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 simple tried and true things that kind of get me where I want to go but when it comes to porn I think something really interesting about it 
is for me at least it feels like so much of it is not for me there's a lot of the the ads that i see sometimes little clips from these big companies that it's almost like too polished and first of all why is there like a 20 minute storyline i'm not sure what that's about. like we all know what we're here for i'm not trying to like see somebody you know a woman like try to get her sink repaired you know like we know what it is i mean maybe i want a little lead up but i don't want like the bad acting and the pretending and that just doesn't do it for me speaking of bad acting neither does a lot of times those clips from those big companies those clips don't do it for me either because it's very obvious that the women are acting and and what's that movie harry met sally i think when the woman has like the orgasm the fake orgasm in the cafe that mm. I think there is, there can be this fine line between kind of like putting it on a little and then not. Like I think sometimes during sex, even in my life, like sometimes I'll be like, I like put it on a little or like you can tell when the girl's like, uh, you know, that maybe is a slightly performative. But then there's also like super performative. And to me, that is a huge disconnect. I can't, it has to be like a real pleasure i have to be like like i have to witness real pleasure for me to be able to like feel like i can kind of participate because for me a lot of porn isn't necessarily like um i don't want to say fantastical not like something that like i wish would happen and i'm living it out through the videos it's more like for me it's it's almost like if i want to feel like i'm there like i want to almost feel whatever is happening in the video and so again these are just my preferences but to me, what's been really fascinating about that is as I've gotten older, to me, I find myself like diving more and more into amateur porn. And I think one of the reasons why is because it's often legitimate couples. Or it can be like these, I'll, I'll see different pages of like women that they're almost like independent performers but for some reason those have been calling to me more especially the amateur the amateur stuff even if it's like crappy handheld footage whatever but the reason why I was thinking about paying for it recently was because like I'm not in typical Kina fashion like I'm not trying to like spend money on these huge conglomerates but I found a couple performers and a couple a couple couples that I was like they would have exclusive content. They'd have these little clips, and I'd be like, yeah, like I kind of want to support that, like supporting them, you know, in a way. And it just dawned on me that there's this real, this real culture around this creator economy, whether it's in music, whether it's in podcasting, and I'm seeing it now, even if it's in porn. And I think this is this was kind of like OnlyFans, like that's the way to think about it. But this 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 movement, I'm I'm, I'm not the first to say this, you know, it's already that's kind of moving more towards indie creators. But I, it's just interesting, kind of seeing it as it kind of is taking each piece of entertainment one at a time. Speaking of supporting indie creators, shout out my Patreon, patreon.com slash Kia Orion. Support the pod, support the music. You know what it is. This is just one big plug for me to be able to uh, shout out my Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. But if you do want to support it, that'd be rad. I, but all joking aside, 
this is, I think, the motion and the way that things are going to start, they've already started, will continue to, to go, is this sort of, it's not the crappy amateur footage of like the couple off the cell phone. It's not the big studio, like bang bros, like all the lighting, like the people look perfect. They're, they're like completely hairless. I'm not sure why that always is, but I guess people don't like hair. And the girl's like completely over the top with it. But there's this like in between. And I think it's in this in between that we find the magic. And it's in this in between that I'm looking for for myself. It's not a podcast I'm going to be recording off my phone. It's how can I make this, the quality of this, invest in it so that it's, it, it's good enough that it's not distracting. But it doesn't have to be studio quality. And for me, I think this has just been really telling in terms of even in the porn example, like this one couple, there's this Puerto Rican couple. I think they're in New York. I don't know. But like, I love their stuff. And it's like, they have like a two camera setup. They might do a little like play acting things. But for the most part, they're just, there's kind of this like gorgeous couple. And you can tell they just like or they just like going at it, and it's nothing super duper crazy. But there's, it's cool. I almost feel like this is gonna sound weird, but I almost feel like connected to them, and that to me was the closest that I just realized I was, I was like wanting to pay them more than like feeling like some company, you know, like aversion to sales sort of thing. I was like, oh, I want to pay. Same way I feel about indie podcasters I support. Same way I feel about indie musicians. Same way that I, through my content, hopefully one day can inspire you to feel that same way. Or you don't. But to me, I think it's like having this connection with people through the internet and through real life, but that the internet has like just completely revolutionized the way that we consume content. This is obviously, like I said, nothing new, but I'm just seeing this in a new, with a new lens that I wanted to talk to you about because it's been interesting for myself disconnecting from social media. I've been on this social media kind of detox. I use it just maybe once, I'll check it maybe once or twice on the weekends, but not really on it, on it. Like, you know, when you're in line at the grocery store and you're checking, et cetera. And how I can still build, build, I don't want to say a fan base, but build uh, my own little mini corner of the internet that is enough, that is rad enough that it's able to support me and support what I do so that I can continue to create. And how can you do that with all, without social media, whether it's YouTube like this, whether it's a podcast? And so for me, I think it's dialing into those things that I, it's like with the porn thing, I was just like, shout out that couple for like putting it all out, like putting themselves out there on the line and they're being super vulnerable doing their thing because, you know, it's hard to, it's, that's hard to do. I think me, I come at it from maybe a more of an emotional perspective, you know, through the podcast, through the music, things of that nature, where I kind of share part of myself, but there's this real beauty to, I'm seeing it in stand-up, like people releasing their their specials on YouTube. And one of my favorite stand-up comedians, Andrew Schultz, he just created his special and he's doing it as like a pay-per-view, but it's all indie through his website. 
And of course I bought it. I was like, dude, I'll spend $15 to support you. I, like, I'm excited to do that. But it's how can you, how can you create things you're passionate about and excited about on your own terms? And can you still get to those highest levels doing that? And maybe you can't, you know, maybe you need the studio. Maybe you need the cosign, whatever it is, the company. But for me, it's really been, I've been feeling, even though I've been in the stage of my life where I've been like a little lost, I've just been shooting a lot of content recently. I'm excited to start actually putting these videos together and sharing them with you. Probably going to be on YouTube and on Facebook. I mean, I'll still post on social, but I probably won't be on there. But who knows? Maybe people will see them there. But like, I haven't figured out the marketing yet or the end game really what it is, but just enjoying expressing myself through these different mediums. And whether you're a fan of Joe Rogan or not, I think one of the important parts about having these different access points as a creator is that it allows people to connect with you in different ways. For some people, maybe it's the music. A lot of people don't like my music. Totally fine. I get it. It's not like I'm pouring my heart and soul out to you. No big deal. And maybe that's the podcast. Like through this long form, you get to know Kia a little bit. I'm kind of doing my thing. Or maybe it's the YouTube videos and those will be probably more like, to me, those are more help oriented. Like I'm actually providing value of things that I've learned, digested, offering you questions that you can ask yourself, exercises, things of that nature. Whereas this podcast is, like I said before, this is pretty much for Kia. This is kind of a place where I can just share what I've got in my head and my heart and different things I've got going on. And some people really dig it. And I think that that to me has been the most telling is the more that you're willing to dig into specific, almost like dark parts, the dark arts, dark parts of yourself, that actually tends to be the most relatable stuff because that's what we're all going through. And it's just been a rad experience to kind of been riding that wave. And since I believe in, in the journey, it's not like I've made a zillion bucks off of it yet, but really excited to see where it goes. Um, I'm at a place where I... I'm doing it just because I love to do it and I'm kind of just throwing shit at the wall and I'm seeing what sticks without the end game in mind. I've always kind of had the end game in mind and at this point in my life when that's gone, I'm just trying not to think about that so much. I've been learning, I've been learning how to sing, I've been learning how to dance, I'm taking Spanish classes again, I've been learning a lot about shooting these videos. I'm just, I like to learn and I'm finding how can I lean into that and eventually make money from it. And I do think that that, that kind of member-supported model is rad. Whether I, How long it takes me to get there fully member-supported, I'm not sure how long it'll be. But just truly believing in that as the future. And it's just been so interesting for myself being able to see that from other creators, whether it's the porn couple, whether it's podcasters, whether it's stand-up comedians, that I'm really stoked about. And I think that there's a lot in this world with what's been going on recently in the States, I think can, it can feel heavy and feel really depressing and feel like we're moving, sliding backwards. But I think in the macro, I think we do continue to move forwards. And I think that this is just a sign to me. The moment that I actually wanted to pay for porn, it sounds silly, but it was like the moment to me that I, it dawned on me that I was like, oh, like we're really, it's really happening. Like we're doing this thing. And it's taken over kind of one by one, putting the power back into, I think, the hands of the people that are making the content, not the middlemen. And it's just got me excited. 
And so that it was just like a key slight commentary that when I was thinking about stuff going on this week, it's kind of been going on in my mind and I've been thinking a lot about making my, you know, my own content stuff, where do I want to go with it? And I'm trying to just like take my foot off the pedal a little bit and be like, Kia, you don't have to have the whole end game figured out just yet where it's going. Just make the stuff, enjoy that process, see where it goes and like build yourself into it. And I think that's the biggest piece. I had a conversation with a dear friend this last week, and she was telling me this too, that she she really wanted to do a podcast. And so I was pressing her on, and I was like, why don't you do it? And it's because I think we often want this cosign from somebody else to give us the green light that it's okay to do. Whether that's a company to pick, we want to be picked, as Seth Godin would say. We want to be chosen. We want someone to give you the stamp of approval. Bomb. You're good enough to do this thing. I'm going to give you the platform. Go do it. And it can be really hard if you don't have that because it takes that kind of self-belief to say, am I good enough? I don't know. Only one way to find out and that's to do it. And so I've just been on this kick recently to like choose yourself, choose yourself, build whatever you want to build. It might not be at the scale you want. It might not be exactly what you want. It might, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to have all the bells and whistles, but it's going to be yours. And eventually, with enough time, you'll build, if you stay with it and you like it and you enjoy it and you build an audience, you'll be able to leverage that into something that might be able to be bigger. Might You might be able to, at least for me, this is my dream, right? I want to leverage my things into relationships with people that I think are really cool and into projects that I think are super rad. But listen, it's taken me 10 years. I'm still a baby in this game. I've made a lot of content, but the marketing piece I've never been great at, so I'm still figuring out. You know, nothing's quite clicked for me yet, but just being on the path and I think really falling in love again with the process has been a game changer for me. And when the LA superstar rock star dream was kind of came crashing down, I think it really forced me to take a look in the mirror and to say, is this something that I do enjoy doing? Unfortunately, it is. And so, you know, I actually have a, a EP releasing tomorrow, Sweat. I'm a little nervous about it because the songs are some of the songs are kind of cringy, but in typical creative fashion, I'm just let I'm just shooting from the hip, letting it rock. It's all a totally new style for me, like dance hall, not dance hall. I love dance hall. It's more it's like up tempo kind of house dance funk. And again, it's like I just like making stuff, putting it into the world. And after the kind of LA thing, whatever, it's really helped me clarify my focus that to just do things that I love, and then. I'm going to be able to figure it out eventually, but since I'm still learning in this process of all of it, that it's all one big experiment. It's not necessarily like there's you win or you lose. It just kind of is, and you take it as far as you take it, and that takes as much time as it takes, and you can shortcut that time with certain things, good marketing, one of them, but without that, it's just really dialing into what can you do, what can you do sustainably in that just doing it itself is enough. And to me, that's where I'm at. It's just shooting these behind the scenes songs, making songs, making podcasts, working on this YouTube channel. It's enough. And I'm a, this is probably the 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 lowest point I've ever been in terms of my on my online beat business because I've been kind of stepping away from it slowly. But I'm cool with it. It's like if I have to go back and get a job, I got to get a job, but I'm just I'm kind of just on this train I'm just going to ride it to the wheels fall off because this is really what I love. And just being able to do the thing is a beautiful life and excited for someday to be able to 
fully sustain myself from doing it. But today's not that day. And maybe it's tomorrow. Still not going to get into the porn game just yet. But it has been, uh, I, I just want to say, heartwarming. I don't think that's usually paired with porn, but we're going to put them together. Heartwarming seeing how much the online creator economy into that realm has blossomed as well. And I think it's just a great sign that we're going in the right direction. I have one final thing I want to talk to you about, and that is I'm not great at spotting trends, but sometimes I am. I spotted joggers before they happened. I spotted laceless shoes before they happened because you know me, Mr. Fashionista. Another thing that I see happening, and maybe I know it's already out there, but maybe it's going to grow a little bit. I think it's going to be super sensual porn. Because in terms of mating rituals, I listened to this podcast this last week that was fascinating, and it was about that, like the, the, the intensity of mating rituals, and I think there's so much porn around the like more violent aspect of mating rituals, and I think we, like, we miss that sensitive side. I feel like there's going to be this like very sensual type of porn that starts to like emerge, and I'm here for it. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you made it this far, you're a real one. Appreciate y'all checking every week. Your check is in the mail. I'll be here again next week. Same day, same time. Appreciate y'all. Peace.